0: Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them, I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode Richard Simmons, Reach from 1982. Federico Fellini was an Italian film director and screenwriter. He's recognized as one of the greatest and most influential filmmakers of all time. In his nearly 50-year career in film, Fellini was nominated for 12 Academy Awards and won four in the category for Best Foreign Language Film, which is the most for any director in the history of the Academy. One of his Academy Award nominations was for Best Director for his 1969 film, Fellini Satyricon. Fellini biographer Parker Tyler called the film, quote, the most profoundly homosexual movie in all history. According to IMDB.com, when asked why both the leading roles in Fellini's Satyricon were played by foreign actors and not Italians, Fellini replied, because there are no Italian homosexuals. One particular foreigner was an American student living in Rome at the time, Richard Simmons. Yeah, that guy. At that time, Simmons weighed nearly 270 pounds. He was actually born Milton Teagle Simmons while growing up in New Orleans. He was an obese child, and by the time he was only five years old, he knew it had a negative perception. He had an Uncle Richard who paid for his college tuition, and he adopted the name Richard after him. After college, Simmons moved to Los Angeles. There, he developed an interest in fitness and ended up losing over 120 pounds. By the late 1970s, he'd opened a salad bar and a gym. The Anatomy Asylum was his gym in Beverly Hills, and celebrities like Diana Ross, Barbara Streisand, Paul Newman, and Cher were known to work out there. Come on! fat, fat, Go away! Give it all to Dorothy! Come on! Come on! Now, some of you have small ones, and some of you have big ones, and it doesn't make any difference. You want firm ones. This is Richard Simmons, 134 pounds of fat-fighting fury, the Billy Graham and Sergeant Bilko of both. In Richard's crusade to get people to cut calories, he's as evangelical as any fundamentalist and as tough as any drill sergeant. I want to see 25 of these, 10, 10, and 5. Stop complaining. You've got to go home with this body. Not me. Now, let's do them. That's a clip from Real People, a reality television series that aired on NBC from 1979 to 1984. Instead of celebrities, the show featured real people with unique hobbies or jobs. This was Richard Simmons' first real national exposure. The success of the piece led to talk show appearances, game show appearances, and even a recurring role as himself on General Hospital. Well, you're here. That's important. with me. And that's real important. And a big hug for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Ella said I was going to atrophy just sitting around home all the time. Well, that's funny. I thought you already had. Uh, why don't we all do some stretches, okay? Yeah. Let's do some more. Money. Oh, Come on, everybody. Come on. Okay. Bring the It was while appearing on General Hospital that Simmons was personally answering his fan mail. His personal interacting with people that used his products became one of his trademarks. Not just writing letters back but sometimes even making phone calls to them instead. In the early 1980s, Simmons started hosting the Richard Simmons show, a talk show that focused on fitness, personal health, and healthy cooking. Hi! Hi! And hello to all of you. Sit back, hold that stomach in, get a big smile on your face because you have a treat today. All this week we've been, you know, talking with fitness experts from all around the country. My guest today could perhaps be referred to as the father of the fitness movement in America and most probably the world. For more than 30 years, he has hosted his own exercise show on television. And it's really my pleasure to have him as my guest today. The one and only, give it to him, Jack Valetta! The Richard Simmons Show went on to win four daytime Emmys and was even parodied by Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live in 1981 and two and three and four. Are you ready? Yes. Let me hear it! Yes. Ready, set, go, fat, go I know a girl whose butt ain't low, she's flabby Flabby, 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 she's flabby Let flabby, flabby, she's flabby Flabby, flabby, you step on your foot, she mash your toes Richard Simmons had become a pop culture phenomenon. By the time 1982 rolled around, he not only had a television show, but he'd released two books, Never Say Diet and the Never Say Diet Cookbook. And it wouldn't stop there. It was the 80s, after all. So, of course, a Richard Simmons album was in store. In 1982, Richard Simmons' Reach was released on Elektra Records. Time to pull out the basket and we dig into some hot... Son of a bitch! Oh, look what you did! Oh, you popped oh, it! Oh, you, plopped with you, you. Reach is a 10 track health and fitness album featuring Richard Simmons yelling and kind of yell singing. Track one is Wake Up. Track two features a little more actual singing out of Simmons. The liner notes include a note thanking Simmons's voice coach Nate Lamb, who he says quote kept me from singing in the rain end quote. He also thanks his friend Bruce Little, who he says quote okayed the checks for my singing lessons end quote. Here's Don't Tell Me. You sneak down the stairs, fall down one e The record came with a deluxe 20-page exercise booklet. Simmons thanks Susie Coulter in the liner notes, saying that she, quote, helped write the instruction booklet even though she can't sit at a typewriter and do a leg grab at the same time, end quote. Susie Coulter would take her husband's last name, Gershman, in 1986 when she began publishing the first of her Born to Shop books. The exercises were coordinated by Simmons and Denise F. Friend. Denise! The album has two credited producers, Hank Miedras and Dave Appel. You may remember them both from the Lenny and the Squigtones episode of this show, which is one of my favorites, even though I wrongly stated that Richard Simmons' Reach came out in 1983. In the 1970s, Medris and Appel had success with their productions for Tony Orlando and Dawn, including the number one hits, Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree in 1973, and Knock Three Times in 1970. Mm -hmm. There are also two executive producers credited on the album, Bruce Roberts and Allie Willis, who are also credited, along with Richard Simmons, for writing all ten of the album's songs. The two of them also provided arrangements and backing vocals for several songs. Bruce Roberts is a singer-songwriter whose songs have been recorded by artists such as Whitney Houston, Barbara Streisand, and the Pointer Sisters. According to the Partridge family's Danny Bonaducci, Roberts even provided most of the vocals that were credited to Bonaducci on his self-titled 1973 album. Allie Willis was a songwriter, artist, and art director. Sadly, she passed away on Christmas Eve of 2019. Throughout her career, she co-wrote songs such as Boogie Wonderland and September for Earth, Wind, and Fire, she also co-wrote one of the most iconic TV theme songs of all time. So no one told you that was gonna be this way. Your job- The beginning of 1978, I was on food stamps, medical assistance, really as close as you could be to welfare without actually being on it. By the end of the year, I'd sold 10 million records. It was a uh, surreal experience, which my entire life is. So, That was Willis in 2018 on GreatBigStory.com. Willis was also a Grammy winner and a Tony Award nominee for her co-writing of the musical The Color Purple. Her compositions sold over 60 million records and she was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2018. While Richard Simmons is known for his energetic, over-the-top, yet motivational behavior, even he has to slow down sometimes, which he does, for you can do it. If you look inside your heart, you'll see who you can be. And tell yourself it's time to say there's more to me. If you just take care of you. Then you can make it through. You can do it. The album is packed with notable session players, including percussionist Lenny Castro, Neil Larson on keys, bassist Kenny Lewis. The song Stop and Start even features Marimba and Vibes by Gary Coleman. (laughs) Nope, not that one. This is your chance. Guitars on several tracks were even provided by Toto guitarist Steve Lukather, who to this day is the only continuous founding member of Toto. Also on guitars was Buzz Feiten, credited as Buzzy Feiten here. Feiten actually patented the Buzz Feiten tuning system, which is intended to create more accurate tonality of notes played on the lowest three or four frets on a guitar. The system can be retrofitted by a repair shop or luthier that has paid a licensing fee and received specific training. The system has been licensed to Washburn Guitars and Sur Guitars. That was the album's title track, Reach. Reach was also the B-side to the one single released from the album, which is also the album's final track, This Time. Hiding deep inside That comes alive with caring And this time You can love the hurt away Of all the time This time. While this time never charted, believe it or not, Reach spent 40 weeks on the Billboard 200, peaking at number 44 in July of 1982. Simmons' fame would continue throughout the 90s and the 2000s, continuing to regularly make television appearances, as well as releasing several books and home videos. In 2010, he said that over the course of his career, he'd helped people lose approximately 12 million pounds. His Anatomy Asylum gym changed its name to Slimmons at one point, and Simmons continued to personally teach aerobics classes there for nearly 40 years. On February 15, 2014, Richard Simmons didn't show up there to teach one day and wasn't seen in public for a long time after that, which led filmmaker Dan Taberski to investigate his disappearance on his 2017 podcast, Missing Richard Simmons. Here's Taberski on ABC News in 2017. I met him in 2012. I wanted to tell his story way before any of this happened. The fact that he disappeared like he did just kind of made it more urgent. After about a year, a year and a half, um, I started talking to people. Nobody was just thinking, ah, he's fine. He's just taking his time off. Nobody thought that. Missing Richard Simmons was a big hit, going to number one on the iTunes podcast charts in the U.S., Canada, Australia, and the U.K but it was met with mixed reviews as many people found it to be an invasion of Simmons' privacy. In March 2017, the LAPD visited Simmons' home for a welfare check. They later issued a statement saying that Simmons was perfectly fine and that, quote, right now he is doing what he wants to do and it is his business, end quote. The podcast abruptly ended with an anticlimactic ending. It appeared that Simmons suddenly just wanted to live a private life and that's it. While Reach was the only album that Richard Simmons would ever put out, five years after its release, co-producer Hank Medris would have another hit record under his belt when David Johansen, the frontman of the New York Dolls, released a Lounge and Calypso music album under the alias Buster Poindexter. But that is for another time.